This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Somewhat Grown Up with me, Gemma Miller. I hope you are having an amazing day. I hope you've had a great week. Whatever it is you've got up to, whether we've been productive, have we been chilling, what has been your priority this week? Has it been to make sure you're focusing on self-care, healthy habits, finding balance? I feel like over the past few months, I know... I've been doing this podcast now for coming up for a year, I think, somewhere around that. Like maybe we're a couple months off of a year. I'm not sure. It's been a while. It's been a journey. But I feel like the past couple of months in particular for me has been a massive turning point. I feel like a lot has happened that one, I didn't really see happening for me in my life, but also just like in general, the way I'm feeling about things, the energy that I hold about me, how I'm going about my day-to-day life, the habits I'm creating, the way I'm eating, the way I'm thinking, like there's so much that I feel like has changed. And to be honest, probably externally, it doesn't even really come across, but internally I'm feeling so good and just in such a different place and so I really hope you are also feeling this same energy at the minute even if you're not that's absolutely okay we're all on our own journey you know what I mean like sometimes things happen at different points and we all have a different turning point in our life for changes to be made and we don't just have one turning point right like we have so many different points where things happen that maybe we don't expect maybe we don't see coming but they change the whole trajectory of where we're going and that can sometimes be a really good thing even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment and so I just I hope you're doing well I hope these past few months have been good for you I'm just, I'm feeling like, I don't know, I'm not feeling like a different person, I don't want to say that, but I just, I feel different, and I kind of like it, I don't know, like, it's a really, really strange feeling that I'm going through at the minute, but I hope you're doing all right, and I hope your week has been really great, and you've done fun things, and you've had a good time, if you haven't, let's try and prioritise feeling good this week, in terms of even if it's reading a book for 10 minutes, going on a five minute walk to get some fresh air, drinking more water. There are so many tiny things we can do. And so I hope you're doing well. 
and I hope you are just feeling a good energy at the minute. This week for me has been dissertation and assignment heavy. Well, no, I say that. Last week was my dissertation. This week I had one more assignment due. So I finished that, which means dissertation's done, assignments are done, like all my essay writing is done. I've got one more exam and then I am finished. Finished uni. And then I've just obviously got to wait on the grades to find out what I've got to then see what's going to be happening in the future for me and what it actually holds which feels really strange like oftentimes there's a lot of things like when I've had these assignments being due and stuff there's obviously loads of changes that I can make in order to get a better grade and there's things that I can control now everything's been handed in it feels really weird for it to kind of just be up to whatever's going to happen is going to happen and I'm not going to know what that is for I want to say like a month two months which I'll be honest with you feels really strange that it's just not in my control and I'm going to have no idea and in a sense because I want to do a master's course after this a lot is riding on this grade because if I don't get a particular grade then I'm not going to be allowed to do a master's and then obviously everything will sort of change and to be honest it's not stressing me out as much as I'm just finding it weird because we get so used to being able to control things and constantly knowing the narrative that's happening next or we create that narrative for ourselves, right and even if a lot of times we like to put blame on external things when actually a lot of it comes internally but this is actually something that right this second there's nothing I can do to change that grade well, except for the exam I've got coming up, but you know what I mean, like all of the assignments, I've put in as much work as I physically can, and now there's nothing more that I physically can do, like I'm actually not allowed to do anymore, whilst I would love to still be working my on my assignments to try and get a better grade, I can't, because the deadlines have passed, and it's like all over, and it's all, I don't know, it's feeling very weird, so I'm trying to obviously put a lot into exam preparation now and thinking about that all of that fun stuff um is going to be a good time it's going to be a very early morning exam it's not for a couple weeks anyway but I am not stressing about it I'm just trying to think about it in a different way because this is like the final hurdle that I've got to get over which is really weird it's yeah it's strange some of my um classmates and friends have actually already finished which makes it feel even weirder because they're all talking to me about the fact that they're finished and how strange it feels now that they've got nothing left to do and I'm still here trying to think about my exam whilst also feeling like oh I must have finished as well but it's because we picked different modules that basically they've not got exams and I do so it's just really strange then I've got other friends who have got more than one exam and so we're all kind of in different boats but also the same boat and it's all coming to an end it's feeling very very strange But what I actually recently have done, and this has been something I've been doing for months and I haven't actually spoken to you about it, but it's going to take over my life next week um, because I basically have taken up a new hobby and 
it's been really fun and I haven't, I don't know why I really haven't spoken about it. It's just not crossed my mind to talk about it when I've been giving you like weekly updates and things. So I feel like I've missed out such a big chunk lately to tell you. But when I was a kid, I basically did amateur drama, like amateur theatre stuff. Um, you know, like, like your local theatres will put on productions and things like that. I used to do it when I was younger, really enjoyed it, stopped doing it when I hit, I want to say like 16, 17, and then recently have started doing it again. I do feel like maybe I've mentioned it to you, but I don't really know. If I haven't, I haven't. If I have, sorry if you feel like I'm reiterating the same thing over and over, but I know we spoke about this a while ago, that doing those fun things that like remind you of childhood and bring back that like childlike joy for me taking up a hobby of going back into amateur theatre has actually really been good in that sort of sense like it's been fun to sing dance and I say act very loosely I'm not the best actress I'm not the best dancer or singer either I'll be honest with you but I enjoy doing these things so it's fine like if you're enjoying it who really cares what anybody else thinks, right? So I've, yeah, got back into it and I've actually got the show I'm doing at the minute. We're doing Little Shop of Horrors, which is actually my favourite musical of all time. I did it when I was a kid and so I've been so excited when it got announced that my local place are doing it again. Um, so yeah, I'm really, really excited to do that. It's going to be super cool and fun to do. I don't know. It feels very weird that show week is literally next week. So for most of the week, it's my life is going to be taken over by the fact that I'm doing a show because it actually does take up a lot of your life in that sort of sense. Like, of course, I'm going to be living my normal life around it, like working, talking to you on the podcast, doing the radio, like doing things like that I'm still going to be doing. But like alongside that, I'm going to be doing shows and I cannot wait. I'm so excited for it. If you're local in like the Hertfordshire area in the UK, you can actually, if you want to come and see me, you can. It's in Broxbourne. Um, I think you can just like look up Little Shop of Horrors. It's the Spotlight Theatre in Broxbourne. It's a great place. So much fun. It might be Hoddesdon, not Broxbourne. Who knows? Um, I don't know that area very well at all. But that's where I'm going to be going to perform. And it's going to be really fun. I cannot wait. Um, I'm really looking forward to it, actually. But it's also like a very strange feeling because I'm like... I'm an introverted person. I feel like I'm coming out of my shell a lot more lately. But doing shows has always been something for me where I can... You're playing a character. Like, just even being on stage, being yourself, you're sort of playing a character. And in this sort of show, I actually am being a character because I'm one of... If you know the show, I'm one of the Skid Row girls. So they're kind of like the girls who were just there. Like, we're on stage quite a lot just watching what plays out. So I sort of am a character this time. But it's really nice to do something that takes you out of your shell in a different way. And for me, doing shows is that. But there's obviously, like, tons of different hobbies and stuff that you can do. And I'm thinking of even taking up more things once this show is over. I would love to learn to play the guitar. I'd love to learn to do little things. So I'm trying to 
introduce doing fun things back into my life to just have more of an outlet to let go of things and something that I'm doing for myself like I'm not doing it for anybody else I think that's been really key for me with doing this so I've got that next week which is so fun I cannot wait um I'm obviously a bit nervous but it's gonna be it's like a good nervous as well at the same time like it's filled with so much fun energy and I always remember and I know this is going to happen because it happens every time the first time like the first show opening night when the curtains open all that crosses my head is why am I doing this like what enjoyment do I get out of this this is a horrible feeling and then give it a minute I'm like smiling and living my best life and absolutely loving it it's like such a strange feeling if you've never done anything like that before but you enjoy singing dancing that sort of thing I would highly recommend it and to be honest I would recommend taking up a hobby to anyone like no matter what age you are you can have a hobby you can have an interest because it's so good to literally just have a release like have something that you can take time out of your day to do for you that you enjoy that you have fun with that you're interacting with people or maybe you're not interacting with people like I want to learn to play the guitar and so that's not going to be interacting with anybody that's going to be myself with probably a YouTube tutorial or something on in the background trying to figure out how to play guitar and I will keep you updated on that because I one need to find a guitar to buy and then two I need to actually start doing it but that's like that's me in a couple of weeks time that's what I'm going to be thinking about right now I'm focusing on next week and it's going to be a really great week we're going to try and do some like fun things as well dotted around just to bring more enjoyment to the week there's like there's this cafe that I want to go to that's actually in Broxbourne which is is for a charity called Teens Unite and they basically turned a police station into a cafe and you can have your food in the like cells and doesn't that sound so interesting so I really want to give that a try at some point um, so maybe that'll be something I do next week or just at some point in general who knows but I'm yeah I'm really looking forward to the next week it's going to be a great time it also is kind of helping me to have an outlet so that I'm not stressing about the fact I'm finishing uni sometimes it's good to have like a healthy distraction and this has been that for me right now so let's go to a break then when we come back we are going to be talking about letting go of things in our life and the real importance of doing that so I feel like over the past few weeks weeks to a couple of months over on the podcast we've been talking about a lot of like self-helpy things and a lot of progressing forward in terms of finding balance in terms of habit changing in terms of everything like that and I think I've touched on this a tiny bit in those episodes but I really want to hone in on something that has changed my life I want to say changed my life that's very dramatic but you know what I mean this year I've really been focusing on letting go of things that aren't serving me anymore and things that don't bring benefit to my life and this is very much easier said than done and oftentimes we make excuses for a lot of things or we will tend to hold on to what we're comfortable with 
but I really want to talk about letting go of certain things in life and I know when I've seen TikToks on this in the past and seen podcast episodes from other people in the past on this topic that I would often make excuses for a lot of the things in my life that I was holding on to but this year I kind of just had enough of a lot of things and that caused me then to let go. So at the beginning of the year I obviously went through a breakup from my long-term relationship with my well now my ex um and I didn't I did not see that coming at that point but actually I sort of came to a realization that it wasn't gelling like whilst we're both good people and we both have good plans for life and we both have like a bright future ahead of us together it wasn't working yet I know and this was probably on both ends that we were making excuses for it because sometimes you just think you can work things out or you just think things are going to be different and things are going to change and stuff when actually letting go of something that is just not working is often the best thing that you can do whilst it isn't it's not easy at all sometimes it's just the best decision that needs to be made in that moment and that for me was kind of the big start of this whole realizing that actually letting go of things can be the most important move that we can make for ourselves like we can do all of this self-care we can do all of this drinking water getting our steps in eating healthy everything like that but when you let go of something that is just not working for you anymore I cannot even tell you how much you can benefit from that like it's the best self-care that you can do for yourself and that doesn't even have to come in a romantic relationship obviously for me that has been the biggest letting go I've done this year but it also has been in many other places friendships jobs in the past that I've had that I've had to let go of because I was comfortable because I was complacent in where I was that I was making excuses that I didn't need to leave or I didn't need to do this like it was good where I'm at but actually progressing and changing and growing often comes from letting go of things that just aren't working for you anymore and it can even come down to like really small things like the amount of stuff you have in your bedroom I spoke about going slightly more minimal in my life maybe six months ago here on the podcast or something like it was a long time ago um but holding on to things in your wardrobe holding on to books holding on to like random things that you make the excuse of oh it's got loads of memories attached to it or oh I might wear that item of clothing again I don't know where I don't know when but it might happen so therefore I need to keep it see how that is such a small example but it actually does make quite a big difference and when you start letting go of things and you stop putting a lot of sentimental value onto stuff that actually you don't need to you can often find your life can change quite dramatically and I think it's quite um I know it's quite a big thing in Buddhism to not have like sentimental attachments to items or people and stuff like that but it actually just putting it into and I'm not Buddhist I'm I don't have like a religious belief but I think sometimes we can take really good things 
and apply them to our life. And that's one for me that has made such a difference. And I'm not going to try and deny that initially it's a really hard thing to try and do. And also I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. I hold on to things still now. The amount of clothes I've got in that wardrobe behind me is ridiculous. I need to go through it again, actually. And I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point because I'm going to try and create more of a capsule wardrobe. Anyway, that will involve a whole letting go process of a lot of items of clothes that I put way too much value on that actually don't have any meaning at all. But it's a really hard thing to do, especially the bigger things like relationships, like jobs, stuff that you revolve a lot of your life around some most of the time then means you don't quite realize the effects that it's having on you until you let go until you pass that point and then all of a sudden things seem to fit into place a lot more and a lot of the feelings you were having a lot of the way you were feeling physically mentally spiritually that sort of thing lifts quite a lot and that comes from sometimes having to make a really tough decision to let go but also in other occasions having to accept especially when we're talking relationships friendships that kind of thing with two people involved it also is really hard to let go when someone else is the one wanting to let go at the same time but this is also a key part of even though it's really tough we have to do it because holding on isn't going to provide you any benefit anymore. Holding on to that person or that thing or that job isn't going to provide you any more benefits in your life. And in fact, oftentimes it can create a lot of negative feelings and emotions and we will sort of make excuses for that. But actually letting go and fully getting over it, fully moving forward with our life that's where the progression and the change and then we can do all of these self-carey things and we can create all of these new habits and we can blossom as a person and sometimes you just can't do that when you're with other people or when you're in a certain job or in a certain position in life it's a really hard one to do but sometimes we have to do it and I think it's been coming to my head a lot lately with leaving uni because I've been holding on to the fact that I'm still in uni, I'm still an undergrad, like I'm still at that point in my life, it's a three-year course, like I've had a lot of time to develop a connection to that course that I'm, I've been struggling to let go of, I'll be honest with you, I've really been struggling to think of what my life could look like outside of being at uni and outside of going into university two times a week like I got very complacent with my schedule in terms of uni and the letting go has been hard it's not been easy at all and there's gonna be other points in life where I'm sure I'm gonna have this same predicament where I don't want to let go but I have to let go but genuinely the more we develop that understanding of letting go can really help our energy it can really help how we feel about life in general the easier it then is to do the other development things right and it's not it's such a hard thing to do and also I was trying to think about this because I obviously 
when I talk about this stuff, I like to provide like tangible things that we can do together or tangible things that kind of get us on a path to where we need to be. Like with making changes to our habits like we did last week, there's very strict, you can start doing this right now and you can implement it into your life. It's much harder to let go of things because we have to be honest with ourselves, we have to be open with ourselves, and we have to actually admit to ourselves the areas in our life where there are things we need to let go and that's the hardest thing I think to actually identify what it is we need to let go of but I can tell you that once we start letting go of those things that's where we're gonna feel so different and in some cases we're gonna feel better and we're gonna notice a lot of difference in our life so that's sort of I was actually going to talk about a completely different topic today very random I was going to be talking about periods because I'm on my period right now and I'm not having the best time let me tell you um and I literally had it all planned out that I was going to talk about periods today and that was the thing and then this morning I woke up at like 3am and all I was thinking of was the things that I've let go of and the things that the big changes that has, have happened to me and I thought you know what maybe this is a sign that I need to talk to you about letting go in more in even more depth because it's it's really not an easy thing to do but it's it's so key and so I really yeah there's just something came to me last night and I'm a big believer on just going with things sometimes as we know I'm big on energy and I felt the energy to talk about this today because letting go of things in terms of energy wise in myself letting go has been the best thing I could have done for my energy for my emotions for how I feel it's really helped and that's not letting go of any one thing in particular that's a bunch of different things and actually realizing the points in my life where there are stuff I need to let go of that's been really really helpful for me so yeah I don't know if this is a sign for you but if it is let's start thinking of how we can let go of those certain things in life that possibly right now you're already thinking of and let's see what difference we can make to our life you've only got one life so let's live it and not focus too much on things that are out of our control or things that we can't do anything about and the things that we need to just release from our energy and release from our brains and focus on the positives and focus on living this life that we have got right because we've only got one life we've only got one life let's use it to the best of our abilities and the best that we possibly can honestly that's what we need to be doing let me tell you so let's go to a break. Then when we come back, we're going to be talking about an irrational fear of going on the train. Welcome back. So this week's listener dilemma was sent to me over on Instagram. As always, you can send your dilemma to me on my Instagram, which is Gemma.Miller, or on the podcast Instagram, which is somewhat grown up with Gemma Miller. I don't mind which one. It's totally up to you, your preference. If you've got a dilemma, please make sure to send them in because I love having a little chat with you. So let's get into this week's listener dilemma. She says, Gemma, 
I have this really strange and irrational fear of getting on the train by myself. Since a few years ago, I got on the train alone for the first time and I got majorly lost. There was a drunk man singing Taylor Swift, Shake It Off, really loudly. And the train I ended up getting on was so busy. It honestly smelt so bad because of how many people were on there. Overall, it was an experience which has engraved my brain and I haven't gone back on the train on my own ever since. In a few weeks, I have to go to London on my own for a meeting and I just really don't want all of this to happen again. I know it sounds weird, but I just don't know how to get over this. Now, for one, I do just want to address the fact that it is absolutely okay to have these like irrational thoughts of what we think is going to happen when we go into a situation. That was your first time going on a train on your own and not any one of those things to me would be like just a experience I would not want to experience again, let alone having all, is that three different things getting lost, a drunk man singing Taylor Swift, which actually sounds quite entertaining but also can be a little bit strange and then ending up on a train that was super busy three things all of those things I wouldn't want that to happen to me on the best of days I get on the train like alone quite a lot and I know when you're alone on the train especially if you're not used to it it's your first few times doing it It can feel quite overwhelming and quite intense, especially when it's busy, you get lost. Like it's quite hard to navigate your way around, particularly if you're going to London. To be honest, when I get on the train to go places, normally it is to London. I'm not experienced with like other train lines and the rest of the UK and all of that. I find London quite hard to get around on the train because there's so many different trains and there's so many places to walk. And when you're on your own, it can be pretty overwhelming. So I get it. It's okay to have this like, this fear, this sense of not wanting to do it. But also that doesn't mean that you can't get over, like you are going to get over it. It's going to be okay. Like I feel like this is definitely something you can get past and it doesn't sound weird at all. I totally get it. I've had fears of much worse. So we're all good. We're all good over here. But I feel like what I would say to do, and of course, I'm not a professional. If this is a fear that sort of goes beyond you being able to get over it very easily, then it's definitely sometimes worth seeking a bit of like professional help and a bit of guidance for that, which I know sounds a bit extreme, but actually sometimes it can be a great way of navigating like real intense fears and like intense things that and feelings that are going on in our life but if this is something you do think you can get over sort of on your own and you can get past and work on yourself absolutely amazing let's give it a go I when I've had stuff like this happen where I don't want to do something again or something's put me off the first thing I would try and do is find a friend or a family member or someone like that who can go down to the station with you, not even just on the day that you need to go into London, but maybe a week before, a few days before, just to go on the train. When I was first going to uni, 
I had to, I have to get the train when I go to uni and I was terrified to get on the train on my own. So the summer before my grandparents and then my mum actually got on the train with me to go the route that I would be going on. And whilst we're doing it, I took control of navigating the situation. So I took control of what trains we were getting on, where we were going, directions. They did nothing. They just came with me so that I had that extra person by my side. That was the first step that I did. And then I tried it on my own. Again, before the actual day that I needed to get on the train, I did this, I think it was like four or five days before I got on the train and did the route myself. And it sounds a little bit weird to say that I did that. But then on the day when I was doing it, I knew where I was going, I knew the route I was taking, I knew where I was walking, what station I was getting off at, like the rough timings for things and it made me feel a lot better and also the more I did it the more I realised that the things I was worried about happening aren't as common as you think and I feel like that's where in this situation for you with your fear of all of these things happening to you again the more you do it and the more you get on the train by yourself, the more you're going to notice that actually these things don't happen all the time. There are some people who will be drunk on the train and will be singing songs and will be dancing around or talking or there's going to be interesting people on the train sometimes. But you know what? It provides some good quality entertainment occasionally. And you're also going to get lost sometimes. These things are going to happen The trains are going to be busy sometimes, especially if you're going at peak times. Maybe if you can, try and avoid peak time so that you're not sort of on a train where it's super busy. It can get pretty smelly and pretty gross, if I'm honest with you. So maybe try, if you can, to avoid those times. If you can't, sometimes we just sort of have to push through that barrier. But these things don't happen all of the time. You're not going to get lost every time. You're not going to experience all three of these things happening at the same time every time, you know, like the more you do it, I feel like for you, the more you're going to realise that this doesn't always happen. And I know I also think sometimes when we go a long period of time without reintroducing ourselves as something, we make it out to be a lot worse in our head than it actually is and so I think sometimes just the habit of getting into getting over that not even habit just doing it getting on the train with someone even walking to the station with them see how you feel walk to the station by yourself get those steps in get yourself there like get yourself ready to do all of these things then I feel like is going to help quite a lot But of course, that is literally just, I'm taking that sort of off of my experience. And yeah, it was, it's not fun getting on the train by yourself. I don't really enjoy it. I way prefer if I've got someone to go with because you can sort of chat to them and whatever. But if you're on your own, make sure you have some headphones. You can listen to music or you have a good book. You can be journaling, like make sure you've got an activity to do because otherwise it gets boring as well and we don't want these train journeys to be boring I try and use the time to be as productive as possible get things done listen to podcasts listen to music just have a good time just to make the time pass quicker because oftentimes train journeys can be long and tiring and they can be busy but having that like distraction can actually really help especially when you're feeling 
a bit nervous to be in that situation having a like scapegoat to focus on can be really good so good luck to you I really hope you have a great time I also would love to like see a video or hear this man singing Shake It Off by Taylor Swift because what a tune that he could have picked how funny absolutely love that one so good luck to you and I I wish you all of the best thank you so much for sending in your dilemma so that has been all from me today. I feel like we've spoken about a lot. I don't know. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling positive. I hope you are too. And as always, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, an amazing week ahead of you. I hope you've got some really cool things coming up this week. Even if you haven't, I hope you at least give yourself five minutes this week. Did you drink your water? I completely forgot to check in on that earlier. Have you been drinking your water this week? I want to see about two litres a day. I've been trying. I think there was only one day where I got 1.5 litres rather than two, but I've been trying, so I hope you have too. Make sure to drink your water this week and check in with yourself. And even if you have five minutes just to do something that you enjoy, make sure you're doing it. Give yourself that time to show yourself some self-love, some self-care, and let's raise our energy this week. So I hope you have an amazing week and I shall catch you in next week's episode. Bye.